0: This is Optimal Work Daily, episode 1137. How to manage a remote team and the number one time management question to ask yourself, both by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com. And I'm Dan, I'm your host here at OWD, where I read to you from some great business and entrepreneurship blogs in usually about 10 minutes or less. And sometimes we pick articles that are even shorter than that. And when that happens, like today, I do two in one day. So that's what we're gonna do today as we hear twice from Julie Morgenstern and optimize your life. How to Manage a Remote Team by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com. In the old days, when leaders got involved with how their people worked, they were deemed micromanagers, the worst name in the book. But today, being an involved leader is essential to harnessing talent, particularly when managing a remote workforce. Lack of visibility can cause anxiety and uncertainty for both managers and their direct reports, leading to overwork, wasted time, and missed opportunities. Today's leaders are being challenged to take the reins to direct their employees while putting up the guardrails that will enable the company to thrive. Though these guidelines are not entirely unique to managing a remote workforce, they do provide a useful framework for today's leaders who have been thrust unexpectedly into the world of remote management. One, make priorities and expectations explicitly clear. When you can't see what your employees are working on and how they're going about getting the job done, you need to be able to trust your team. By aligning on a clear set of priorities and expectations, you allow your employees the opportunity to prove that they can deliver. Moreover, you give your employees the gift of knowing exactly what their role and responsibilities are, which allows them to know when they can rest satisfied in a job well done. Two, go full steam ahead on proactive projects. In today's interruption-rich working environments, the average employee is productive for just three hours out of a standard eight-hour day. Meanwhile, according to a Stanford University study, employees who work from home are 13% more productive than their office worker counterparts. Extrapolating from this data, it's safe to assume that your remote employees have a whole lot more time on their hands and they need direction on how to use it. Now is the time to get ahead on those proactive, deep-thinking projects that have been sitting on the back burner. Have each of your employees generate a list of projects they'd like to work on and review them together, individually or as a team, to prioritize and strategize the assignments. Make sure to schedule weekly check-ins to review what work has been completed, uncover and problem-solve roadblocks, and map out next steps. This framework ensures that the work continues moving steadily forward in the right direction. 3. Structure a group work schedule to synchronize workflow. There's likely no need to reinvent the wheel here. Simply following your traditional office hours is the easiest way to provide structure to the day while ensuring that your team is able to synchronize their workflow, schedule meetings, and collaborate on major projects. If it's not possible for everyone in the company or everyone on your team to follow the same set of hours, it's imperative that you structure regular blocks of time for overlapping and coordinating work and or set specific company-wide or whole team meetings to ensure that everyone stays up to date on evolving projects and priorities. And four, ensure that employees maintain a healthy work-life balance. The quality of our time off has a direct impact on the quality of our work, but when circumstances necessitate that we live and work in the same place, it can be hard to find the time and space to relax. As a leader, you must be cognizant of and actively encourage your employees to maintain a healthy work-life balance when working from home. When we work from home, it can be all too easy to extend our work hours and allow work to bleed into our evenings and weekends. To combat this, encourage your employees to reinvest the time they previously spent commuting, as much as 30 minutes to two hours per day, into personal wellness activities like exercise, hobbies, and time with family. To reinforce the message, make a point of asking what others are doing for fun in your weekly meetings. With less face time, leaders must take a more active role in structuring the way their teams work. Managers can effectively prevent burnout, miscommunication, bottlenecks, and mistakes before they occur. Driving business growth while safeguarding the longevity of your team is about the greatest win-win your employees or your company could ask for. The number one time management question to ask yourself by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com. Open up your current to-do list and take a look at it. How many of your tasks have a time estimate next to them? If you're like the majority of people, probably none. When writing out to-do lists, most of us only ask ourselves one question, what do I need to do? And not how long will I need to do it? This approach usually results in an intimidating list that goes on for three, four, even five pages. Register car, do taxes, update resume, paint the bathroom, call and Ethel, buy groceries, do the laundry, etc., etc., In looking at the list, you may ponder how you feel about each task. I like this one. I think I'll do that today. I dread that one. Maybe tomorrow. But you probably don't consider how long it will take. You are approaching your tasks qualitatively, not quantitatively. Yet the difference between good and bad time managers pivots on the asking of this critical question, how long will it take? Good time managers calculate how long things take and build the time they need into their schedules. I'll need a full two hours to write this report, better do it first thing Monday morning before my 11.30 a.m. meeting with the board. Or perhaps your afternoon meeting is canceled and you suddenly have 30 minutes to spare. Having already calculated that it'll take you approximately half an hour to read and respond to your client's recent proposal, you can turn your attention to the task at hand rather than mindlessly responding to emails, or worse yet, wasting the time trying to decide on which of your many to-dos you could be working on. Rest assured, people who are good at estimating how long things take aren't born with magical powers, though they may be more mathematically inclined. In fact, once you understand the concept, it's a simple skill that anyone with a calculator and timer can master. For example, my brother Steve is one of the best time managers I know. He got through his demanding medical school studies by using extremely impressive calculating skills. At the beginning of each semester, he'd figure out how many pages he had to read for each course. Then he'd calculate, it takes me an hour to read, highlight, and study 10 pages. I've got six 500-page textbooks to read this semester. That's a total of 3,000 pages to read. At 10 pages per hour, I'll need 300 hours to get through it all. With 12 weeks in the semester, that means I need to read 5 hours a night if I want to take weekends off. Perhaps this seems like it's going overboard. But imagine how relaxed Steve felt knowing that as long as he studied 50 pages a night, he'd make his goal. If he missed a night, he had enough wiggle room to make up for it on another night or over the weekend. By breaking the project down into a series of manageable steps, the task no longer loomed so massively over his head. No pressure, less stress, no surprises. Estimating how long things take is a skill anyone can master. It may take you two weeks of practice to get the hang of it, but you can, without a doubt, learn this critical skill. With it, you unlock the ability to maximize your productivity and efficiency, using time to your advantage to get more done each day. It all starts with asking yourself a simple question. How long is this going to take? You just listened to the posts titled How to Manage a Remote Team and The Number One Time Management Question to Ask Yourself, both by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search, but match. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash startup. So just go to indeed.com slash startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You don't need me to tell you that something always comes up when you're running a small business. Take the pain out of payroll benefits and HR and put the joy back in running your business with Gusto. Gusto's payroll and HR services can make it a little easier. Gusto was designed for you, the small business owner. They take the pain out of running a business. Automatically calculating paychecks, filing payroll taxes, setting up open enrollment, Gusto does it all. Want more? Time tracking, health insurance, 401K, onboarding, commuter benefits, offer letters, access to HR experts, well, you get the idea. With Gusto, you can focus on the joy of running your business. It's super easy to set up and get started, and if you're moving from another provider, Gusto can transfer all your data for you. It's no surprise, 94% of customers are likely to recommend Gusto, 94. And here's the best part, because you're a listener, you get three months totally free. All you have to do is go to gusto.com slash OWD. Again, that's gusto.com slash OWD. And I'm telling you, you're going to love Gusto. Get started today. And thanks to Julie for sharing both of these posts with us today. Julie Morgenstern is an organizing and productivity consultant, New York Times bestselling author, and speaker. For over 25 years now, she's been teaching people all around the world and at all stages of life how to overcome disorganization to achieve their goals. She is the inventor of the inside-out approach to organization and the brain behind their services. And Julie has a bunch more great articles like the ones you heard today, as well as uh, many more features on her website, which is juliemorgenstern.com, so please check that out. And again, a big thank you to Julie for letting us share her work. And that is it for me today. I thank you as always for joining and I'll see you right back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.